Welcome to the Content 10X Podcast, the show where content creators learn how to harness the power of content repurposing. And now, your host, Amy Woods. Hello, hello, and welcome to this episode of the Content 10X Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Woods, and in today's episode, we're going to be looking at different learning styles. So specifically, why learning styles can be relevant and important for content creators to consider, what the different learning styles are, how content repurposing can help when considering different learning styles and a few things that you can do with regards to that. Okay, so let's jump straight in and I'm going to start by asking you a question. Now, have you ever had a situation where somebody is trying to teach you something and you just can't really understand what they're trying to convey and what they're trying to teach you. And then they say, okay, let me just draw this out. Let's get a pen and paper. I'm going to give you a diagram. And as they start to draw it out on a piece of paper, start to bring it to life in some way visually, all of a sudden it makes sense to you. Or maybe another example is where you've been reading something to try and understand it and it's made a lot more sense to you when you've actually heard somebody talk about the subjects and just that different way of something being explained to you has made a lot more sense. Now, this is because we all learn things in different ways. So there are different modes of learning, different learning styles. That's simply because, you know, our brains are all very different in how we like to learn. But it can also depend on the situation as well. So one learning style may be more dominant than another in a particular situation. So, for example, um, certain situations like learning a sport, for example, we generally tend to learn more by doing, but that's not necessarily the case with everybody. I actually met somebody once who taught himself to snowboard by watching YouTube videos and then kind of trying to mimic what he was learning in the YouTube videos without any one-on-one tutorial or watching anyone actually in front of him, but he was watching those videos. Whereas for me personally, I would need to have somebody in front of me showing me how to do things, but I wouldn't necessarily need that for every type of learning. There's some learning where I don't actually need someone to do it. I can easily read or listen or follow a diagram. So it really depends on the situation, but I think we all probably can stop and think about what learning style in general we as an individual tend to prefer and um, tends to suit us best when we're trying to learn something new. Now, when it comes to content repurposing, we often talk about how content repurposing, if it's done effectively, it can lead to more content in more places to reach more people, get more traffic, more leads, and ultimately more sales and grow your business. Um, But at the heart of creating content, what we really want to do, you know, is we want to add value to our audience. And this can be enhanced if we make it easier for them to consume it. 
And of course, if we make it easier for them to consume it and they like what they see, then they are more likely to like and share it and, and comment and engage, which is great. So I think that content repurposing can play a really key role in helping you to convey your message to your audience in different ways to suit their learning style. So content repurposing and having a varied approach when it comes to learning styles play go hand in hand with each other in my opinion. Now say if someone's preferred learning style is oral, so they like to hear somebody speak when they're explaining something and you only ever write posts, blog posts. Now it's not to say that they wouldn't consume your content. Um, it's not to say that they wouldn't get value from it either. But you're just asking that individual to work a little harder, basically. But say you were to repurpose your blog post into a podcast or just an, an audio file that, say, went on your website where you or somebody else was to read out the content, then you are making it a little bit more easier for that individual that prefers the learning style of um, the oral learning style, we're making it easier for them. And of course, you're adding that variety as well. So what are the different learning styles? There's lots of different research um, that has gone into the different learning styles. There are different schools of thought and different academic theories that seem to be advancing and changing all the time. Some say there are three learning styles, some say there are seven, there are eight. When I was doing research for this episode, I read like there was a, a, a journal that talked about 14 different learning styles. But um, I'm going to just talk through the, um, the seven learning styles. So the school of thought of seven <laughs> learning styles. Okay, so the first learning style is visual. So here we are talking about pictures, images, uh, charts, photos, so we could say slideshare presentations, animations, okay, all of those are visual. And then we have oral, so that sound, music, we're talking, talking about podcasts and audiobooks and um, all of that oral content. And then verbal, which I guess is similar to oral, but here we're talking about more of a discussion. So in the online world, um, in the non-face-to-face -face world, verbal could be your live chats, your Facebook lives, um, Q&A sessions, live webinars, things like that. So that kind of verbal content. And then we have physical. In the online world, physical is difficult. In the offline world, it's touch, body language, um, how you use your hands. Um, all of that comes under physical. Um Physical in the kind of online content world can be hard, but it can be more the um, like detailed kind of maybe step by step guides that bring things to life that try and bring some kind of physical element and um, the gamification of content. And then we have a logical. So this is more about people who want to see the data. They want to see charts. So content that lends well to this is um, very kind of structured blogs with that kind of information, 
um, infographics that share the data and the logic. So that's number five. Number six is um, social interpersonal learning. So this is when people like to learn in groups. So this can be great in person when you're organizing conferences and in-person events and training and things like that. Online, this can be replicated. It can be in the um, online groups that can be formed online uh, Skype chat, Zoom calls, things that you can do to bring people together to learn in a social way. And then there is the um, solitary learning. So people who really do just need to take themselves to somewhere quiet or not necessarily quiet, but it's more the personal side of being alone when they learn. So offering more um, kind of distance learning and things that you can do individually in order to learn. So there are um, seven different ways that people learn seven learning styles. Now it can sound difficult to create content that lends itself to these different learning styles to reach out to the different people. But when you create content, think about how you can do this and content repurposing really, really helps. When you create your original piece of content and then you're thinking about what you should repurpose it into, stop and think to yourself, what learning style does this original first piece of content lend itself to the best? What learning style is this? And in repurposing my content, what different learning style could I take this to? So for example, if you are creating a podcast, so for example, when I create my podcast, that suits the the auditory learners, the, um, the oral learners best. But then I write a blog post about all of my podcast episodes and I create visuals and graphics and videos and that then lends itself much better to the visual learners as well. And sometimes perhaps even... The logical learners, I will create an infographic when I can that can bring the content to life and often provide a bit more structure behind the content. So it's just a great idea to bear that in mind. So when you repurpose your content, make sure that you are not just repurposing from one learning style to the same learning style again in a different way, but from one learning style to another different learning style. If you create content that your audience will find easy to consume because it lends itself best to their way of learning, then they'll pay attention, they'll learn, they'll remember, they'll love it, they'll share it, and it's a win-win situation for everybody involved. And adding that 3 or 4D dimension to your content makes it more interesting, makes it more dynamic, and that's what we want as content creators. Okay, so I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Content 10X podcast. It would be brilliant if you could hit the subscribe button and maybe even leave me a review as well. Um, if you ever want to get in touch with me, I can be contacted info at content10x.com. Please remember to give me a follow over on social media at Content 10X on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Until next time, thanks for listening.